My name is Amy Abraham, and I am the host of the Bliss Podcast. Each episode will feature ways to find wellness and happiness in your life. We will explore different trends and approaches that support a positive well-being of the whole person, mind, body, and soul. With each interesting topic, I will be interviewing experts within that field as well as adding my own personal experiences. If you're looking for more happiness in your life, Bliss is the podcast for you. Hello, listeners. This week, we will be doing things a little differently. First, I will teach you a little bit about Dr. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. Then, I will share an interview with two of my dearest friends, Allie and Randy. They have been together for 26 years, married for 13 years. They have two beautiful daughters, aged 8 and 11, and a new puppy named Norman. I chose to interview them because I want to know their secrets to a happy and healthy marriage, and I want to share them with you guys. Enjoy! February is the month of love. Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, so I wanted to do a special podcast episode around love and marriage. Nick and I have been married now for six months, and we want to keep our love growing strong. According to Dr. Gary Chapman, author of The Five Love Languages, more than 50% of American marriages end in divorce, and the likelihood of a divorce in second and third marriages is even higher. So, listeners, try your best with your first marriage. Nick and I feel confident with our marriage. We are in love and we care about each other and we are truly happy. But I wonder, didn't the people who got divorced feel this way in the beginning too? Well, I couldn't risk it. So I bought this book and Nick and I discovered our love languages. Here is a quick summary of the book. First, Gary talks about how people fall out of love after the first two or three years of marriage. He says that the falling in love phase is over and the little things about your spouse you may have once thought were cute are now annoying. People get comfortable and do not show their appreciation as much, and as a result, each other's invisible love tanks are empty. You start to feel disconnected, and your spouse may be growing and evolving and leaving you behind because their love tank is empty too, and maybe they're looking for other ways to fill it. In order to fill each other's love tanks, you need to speak each other's love languages. Each person has a way that they prefer to receive love. This is the way that you know your spouse loves you. You and your spouse's love languages may be the same or different. Here are the five love languages. Words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, receiving gifts, and physical touch. Let's do a shallow dive into each of them. Words of affirmation. This is your love language if it's meaningful to you when your partner says, I love you. You really nailed that project at work today. I'm so proud of you. You look amazing in that dress, babe. You are such a great artist. I know you work hard at it every day. Your spouse confirms their love for you through their words, and this makes your love tank overflow. This may seem shallow to some, but some people truly feel loved when their spouse says these things. And that is all we need, more love tanks being filled. Acts of service. 
This is your love language if it is meaningful to you when your partner does things for you that are on your to-do list or does things for you because they are helping you. For example, your partner may open the car door for you, go to the grocery store after work because you are too tired, they may clean up the bathroom before bed, do the laundry, help you iron your dress, or help you with a podcast editing problem. They may watch the kids so you can get a massage and even pay for it. Your spouse confirms their love for you through actions. You know they care because they are physically doing something in your favor. Quality time. If this is your love language, then it is meaningful to you when your partner makes an effort to plan a time where the two of you can connect and just be. You are going out on dates, riding bikes together, going for walks, connecting over a puzzle. Your bucket is filled when you go on vacations and travel, attend workshops together, go on hikes, or have a meaningful conversation in bed. Spending uninterrupted time with your partner fills your bucket. Receiving gifts. If this is your love language, then it is meaningful to you when your partner brings home a small token from the grocery store, your spouse remembers something you might have mentioned that you wanted, or your partner sees something that you know you need and buys it for you. Your spouse creates something for you like a song or a piece of art. This fills your bucket because you know your partner was thinking about you when they bought or made you the gift. Again, this can be perceived as shallow, but if it makes this person feel happy, let them be happy. Physical touch. If this is your love language, then it is meaningful to you when your partner hugs you while you are washing the dishes, grabs your hand while walking into the grocery store, cuddles with you on the couch, kisses you on the forehead, or puts their hand on your leg while out on a double date. When being touched, your brain immediately feels loved and connected. Without physical touch, a person's mental health is at risk because all humans need to be touched. To determine your love language, take the quiz at the end of the book, or if you do not have the book, you can go to 5lovelanguages.com and take the easy quiz there. Once you have discovered your own love language, start to reflect on how you know your spouse or partner loves you. Does it seem to match? It might. Remember though, your way of receiving love may be different than your partner's. So be sure to study their love language more in depth so you can fill their buckets and vice versa. You may be buying them gifts or filling up their gas tank, but they really just want to hear you say, I appreciate you. If you want a more blissful marriage, I recommend buying Gary's book or reading more on his website again at 5lovelanguages.com. Welcome to the Bliss Podcast, Allie and Randy. Thank you for considering us for this. It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. we're into it. Thanks for having us. It's going to be a lot of fun. So first, tell us how you guys met. Sixth grade. Sachs Middle School in New Canaan. We met in sixth grade art class. Yeah. Which we actually still have an art, like I sat, was I the, what do you call the person? He was posing. Posing. And she drew it. We still have it from sixth grade. Wow. We found it a few years back. Yes. Did you frame it? No. no. I, I don't know. It's probably downstairs in a box somewhere. It's okay. But you still have it. <laughs> so did you know right away, well, obviously sixth grade is very different, but did you know, did you guys know right away that you were for each other? When uh, I liked her and had to work on that for quite some time. 
we didn't date until we were 16 or 17. Um, and so she, that what, there was something there, but it was definitely much more on my side. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lots of phone calls yeah. to my house in middle school. <laughs> I had to work her past the fact that I was awkward, gawky, and, you know, going through puberty. <laughs> That's always tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So what about you, Allie? In high school is when I realized that I was very attracted to him. But middle school was more of a friendship for me. But it yeah. was then in high school that I was like, ooh. What was it about him that you think? Um, I think he was, he had a little bit of like a bad boyness to him that I kind of liked, but at the same time, he that was... means dirty jeans. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, he wore like a black leather jacket and oh. like cowboy boots and I don't know. They're in his... Cowboy boots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ripped oh, jeans God. and he like, I don't know. He was just like tall and handsome to me and I really found, and he was friendly yeah. and funny and there was this, it was just a good package for me. That's nice. Okay, so fast forward to today. Two kids, careers. Tell us what your daily lives are like. Okay. Um, well, we're up early. Emmy goes to school before Katie goes to school. So there's like two rounds of like getting a child out of the house in the morning. Um, and that is usually done pretty quickly um but anyway. I, usually, I usually leave before katie sometimes before emmy leaves so she's yeah. kind of dealing with a lot of that without me even here right okay. so then i'm off to work at school i go to school and work in pre-k which is draining as you know mm-hmm. and then um i'm back in time for the kids when they're home from school which is great yeah um and it's exhausting as well because it's like one job to the next right and then he gets home around... Well, I leave it around 6.30 or 7, and I get home... Around you know, 6.30 Unless I can get home early, around 6.30 or 7. Okay. So um. she's doing working and with kids and then managing our kids right. a lot on her own until I get back. Right. And then there's we do dinner every night together, unless it's like a crazy night where there's like an activity or something with the kids, and we're not like getting... But usually we sit together and have dinner... Well, and we only started that when they were able to yeah. wait until I could get home. Now the kids can eat uh, later. We didn't do yeah. that when they were younger. When they were younger, they were eat. They would. I'd make two dinners. They'd be like eating before us at like five. Right. I think when you and I were working together, that was like the routine. Yeah. Yeah. And then we would have dinner alone. Yeah. But now it's not that way anymore. Good. And how do you think that having the dinner together every night? What do you think that is for your family? I think it's really important. Yeah, I think it's important too. It's also, especially maybe for me, she's heard some about their day, but we do something, I never remember which one's what, but we do something called pow, cow, wow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Where it's basically what was something great happened today, something that was not great today, and what was a surprise of the day. So everyone kind of says it around the table. And for me, it's good. She may have heard some of them, you know, when the kids get home, but right. we get to kind of regroup and, and do that. We think that's kind of cool. And I think that, you know, it gets the kids talking about it specific does. things. Yeah. A lot of times I know parents come home and they're like, so what did you learn in school today? Nothing. Yeah. Really? <laughs> All right. That's so, good. but I think, that, I think that that's specific, and I think it helps to, mm-hmm. you know, spark conversation with your family. Yeah. And they, all laugh at me that I can't remember if it's a pow or a cow. (laughs) Pow is something bad. Cow is something random that happened. Oh, okay. Just anything you want to share. And then wow is the good thing that happened. 
like that. It's cute. So that's part of our day. And then it's like clean up and they shower and there's usually like some kind of problem at some point <laughs> with them at some point and, and at that time. And then we get them to bed and chill yeah. for a little while. Yeah. You guys connect. Fall asleep first. Well, yeah, there's either, you know, falling asleep or honestly, I get home and, you know, what's been, what has been a challenge in the past at times that we work through sometimes is I'll get home and I'm exhausted from the day or particularly if I've been traveling and she's been working and with the kids and and she's like, you know, can you step in a bit? I'm like, well, I'm tired. And so you kind of go back and forth. So it's nice when we get to both be in unwind mode. We both have a equal appreciation for it for different reasons okay so you guys like to pow through the you know not pow plow through the ending day routine so that you guys can just then sit and relax together as best we can i mean it doesn't work out perfectly each time but most of the time we get there yeah (laughs) Usually on Fridays, we get there pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> or if we're dieting, we go to bed at 8.30 because we're hungry. And- <laughs> we're trying not to, like, you know, have any... Extra snacks. Yeah. 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 I usually well, just put myself to bed, too. I'm like, yeah. oh, time for bed. I'm hungry. <laughs> 7 o'clock. Let's go to bed, everybody. <laughs> um, but what about on the weekends? Oh, what does the day look like yeah, on the weekends? Yeah, what do you guys do on the weekends? Uh, on sports and Yes, activities. with Katie, soccer and... Um, you know, and then they usually have like a birthday party or something. Yeah. Or so how do you balance all of those activities? They're not, honestly, they're, they don't have, their schedules are not as crazy as some of like my family or her family's kids mm-hmm. who do two or three or four sports. Um, right. Katie has soccer, she, which she's mixed on and is passionate about horse riding, which she does on the weekend. That's awesome. Uh, and then Emmy's got more like like Broadway Baby she does. And that's after, that's during the week. Emmy doesn't really have a lot of weekend activities. Which we're working on. She's right. Have to find well, we, for, the, for those days, we usually, it's much more relaxed, obviously, yeah. than a weekday. So, and Randy's home and it's, he really, like, it's more of like a team effort mm-hmm. on the weekends for everything. Yeah. Like, you know, if we want to have lunch and we don't have enough stuff, we'll go out and get stuff or... Just makes it a little easier. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we get stuff done that we wanted to do all week around the house. Mm -hmm. We do it, you know, stuff together. Do you guys have a specific date night? We don't have a designated (laughs) night of the week, but we try. I mean, I'm usually the one that's like, let's do this. Let's do that. Because it's just nice. It's tough financially. I think it's because I'm here all the time. It is, yeah. Yeah. I'm here in the house more than he is, and right. I want to get out of the house and, like, enjoy our time, like, alone. But mm-hmm. I also will, you know, we'll, we'll tell the girls, we're like, we're going to do a date night in the family room, so just stay upstairs or... Yeah. Or you add, or play and play yeah, yeah. or something. But, I mean, you add in, you add in, well, they have we the do. dollhouse. They have a the playroom. We don't stick it. It's not flowers in the basement. Oh, my yeah. gosh. The cobwebs, that's yeah. where you throw yeah, the kids. Yeah. No, there's like a TV and games yeah, and a desk course. and they have all yeah. this yeah. stuff down there. It's computer. <laughs> but it's tough when you want to do date nights, uh, particularly when they were even younger. You can only do the babysitter. Now, like, if we left for an hour, hour and a half, and Emmy was on her own, fine. Yeah. Um, like we we might do yeah. something like that tonight for an hour or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's tough. It's expensive. You go out. You're spending a lot. Babysitters cost a lot mm-hmm. when it all adds up, and um, and then that can deplete finances, which can lead to frustrations in other areas. So right. it all it all kind of connected. You have to find a balance <clears throat> to it all. Right. And then when you're thinking about like what is your purpose for your date night? 
Or why is that important for you guys? Uh, I don't know that we we say it's important, but I think we just enjoy each other's company. You know, it's not something we do like where we're like, we have to make sure we're sitting at the table with the kids and stuff, which now is just something I think we all, and like the kids don't complain about it. So I think we all enjoy it. But date night, we just, you know, we like to joke around, have fun, and, and not have to be always be careful about what we're saying around the kids and stuff. So. Right, let yeah. loose yeah. and enjoy definitely. your time. Yeah. Would you guys say that you're best friends? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> okay, so that's all the fun, lovey stuff. Okay. What about some challenges that you guys might face day to day? I know, Randy, you travel for work. You mentioned. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the traveling is, is honestly tougher on her. The kids are at an age where, um, where they're okay with it a bit more, and they're kind of used to it. We've been doing it for a long time. But I can tell when I get home that, that, that it's been tougher because she doesn't have anyone. It's, particularly if it's an event that goes over the weekend, to her point, she's kind of used to having to do most of it during the week. Yeah. But on the weekend, if she hasn't had that, relief to some degree I can I can tell um and then finances are, are some things that we we don't always see eye to eye on like I'll say hey we need to stop going out so much she'll be like well we need that break and you know yeah she's like get me what out are of we, the house what are we working for <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but so so finances I mean I think with any couple everyone has kind of a different philosophy uh, of how they approach finances and mm-hmm. we kind of interestingly we kind of fell into the things though where there's certain things that she does around the house. There's certain things I'll do, like like I, all the finances I'll manage. She's aware of and has access to everything, but she doesn't have all that much interest in it as long as she can, you know, spend. Just <laughs> as, long as, the like money, as long as the money tree like, still yeah, produces yeah. money. Like, this card swipe still works. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. But then there are things. No, we're just teasing. There are things about schedules and things like that that I look like a real or feel <laughs> and look at least to anyone paying attention. A fool, like, like, wait, or even like certain, like the year they were born. Like when I go to the doctor, and they're like, "Well, when was the last time she had this?" I'm like, "Um, <laughs> yes, it's awkward." <laughs> I don't know. And then Katie had to answer. That was just recently. I had to take her in. I got home from a trip. Actually, a good example. Allie had to take Emmy out, and Katie got the flu. Oh no! After strep, so it was just oh, difficult. Geez. And Allie's like, "Can you take her in?" And I took her in, and they're asking those questions. Mm-hmm. They're like, "So, what med- medication is she on?" I'm like, "Uh." I don't know. Do you have that in your records over there in your little book? <laughs> and then Katie, she's eight years old, was she's like, eight. oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, she's like, it was this one. And uh, and they're like, all right, so, and what's the birth the birth year again? I'm like, what, where was that? That one was at uh, the doctor. Was a doctor? Yeah. Maybe it was the judo with Katie, with Emmy, where I was like, or not judo, karate with Emmy, where I was like, 2008, right? She's like, <laughs> But I think that to the point of maybe if you don't know, but that's where she picks up the slack and then there's something mm-hmm. that you yeah. do and then, you know, opposite, you guys yeah. take care of each other. And now, would you say that that balance is what makes your marriage work? Yes, I do. I think there's discussion about whether it's fully balanced. Like she might feel that the, the kinds of things which yeah. end up in the end are small, stupid little arguments Right. where it'd be like, but I'm doing this. Like, well, I'm doing this. And so you don't want to, you know, devalue what the other person's doing but you also want to feel like hey what i'm doing is not nothing either right you it's know, important so, to yeah, me too yeah exactly yeah. it was a challenging part i remember one of the more challenging parts in our marriage which was i don't know if it was around the seven year age or whatever the the stereotypical one but it was a period of time there when we were we were arguing more than we normally would and we were both very frustrated now i'll never forget Allie, you know basically 
we sat down and she's like, I just need you to hear me. Like, I'm not devaluing what you, you do in your contribution, but I, I really need more help with this and this, and I'm just asking that you try. And I heard and listened, and because when we used to talk about it, I'd be like, well, it would go to a def defensive vote. Mm -hmm. I would get defensive, and then everything would shut down. Mm -hmm. And this, we just got to a point, and we just had that candid conversation. And I think I've been better with some of the things that were important to her since. And you just try to remember, you know, because you kind of have to pick your battles, right? And it, it doesn't matter how perfect a couple is. Everyone has their flaws. Everyone has the things that they can improve on or need to work on a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And you just have to be open about it and be willing to hear it and accept Except your own as well. Right. So communicating is yeah. important for you yeah. guys too. That's great. Mm. Randy's <laughs> a good communicator, as you can tell. Yeah. No, I think that's important. Are you There's saying a lot I'm talking too much? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just think <laughs> I think it's important for you to, you know, be. You have to be confident in yourself too. Like two mm -hmm. confident people, I think, will have a successful marriage. If you are, you know, kind of you know, like a door, a doormat, you know, you're not going to, your marriage might not be as strong because you really need to stick up for yourself right. and, mm -hmm. because, and your partner needs to respect that. That's right. What are three reasons you think your marriage works? Oh my gosh. Totally humor is yeah. number. I don't know it's if it's number there. one, it's but it's there. definitely gets me it, out of a lot of trouble. It does. <laughs> but it, it, First of all, Randy is like one of the funniest people and everybody that knows him knows it. So he adds that into our daily life. She, she doesn't give herself credit all the time. though because I feel, and I've, and I've said this to friends or family that are in relationships, that I believe that humor is important and not just that someone laughs at your jokes, but that they see your humor and you see theirs. It, it I, I don't think it's as healthy, again, like anything, I think it's a balance. You know, there are things about Allie that just crack me up, you know, and or, well, she'll know that I don't want her to do something and it'll, she'll do it a little bit more and it'll make me laugh because she's got this goofy way of letting me know she's not going to stop. Um, <laughs> but you have to see the humor in, in, from both sides. Yeah, right. Way. But definitely humor is, is definitely helps a yeah. lot. Yeah. And it has gotten you out of a lot of trouble, yeah, by the way. For sure. Because <laughs> she just loves It always so has, much. even in high school. Like, it always, he just has this way. With my parents, too, that was kind of yeah. helped, helped there. And you're everywhere in life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, Anything else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just got to um, laugh all day? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, the three things. So that, and I also think that the time we spend together, the quality time mm -hmm. we spend together mm -hmm. is really important and the and fact that we try to carve that out of our day of our busy day and spend that time together is really essential I think I think the little things matter though too mm -hmm. um I really do I think you agree uh, you know we, when we are holding hands or something we've done it since I think high school maybe mm -hmm. whatever where we do the three squeeze which is I love you and then it's four I love you too back Aww. when we're walking or when we can tell one of the other is frustrated if the kids did something we can quietly kind of do that or in the car or in the car yeah but also um and I know it's a little cliche but I do think it matters not that we never have not that we're batting a thousand on this but we're batting 900 which is going to bed not trying not to go to bed angry, mm. like figuring it out before you go to bed and always kissing goodnight and saying I love you. So we, I say, we say I love you every time I leave, every time we go to bed, every time I'm about to take off on a flight, mm. um, I'll text it or whatever. So I, I, that matters. Why is that important to you? I think it's just, it's not hard to do. It's something that's very easy to do and to remind people when you're consistent with it. Um, 
and and delivering it in a way that's not checking off a box. I think right. it. Uh, I think it's really effective. I have to say, we had a disagreement a while, like a couple months ago or a month ago, and we went to bed angry at each other. It was probably one of the first times we did that, and probably will be the last because I had the worst night's sleep. Yeah. All I kept, I just remember tossing and turning and being like, and my snoring was probably slightly no, <laughs> but I just felt really bad. And I remember in the morning when you woke up, we were t we talked about it like right away. And yeah, I remember telling you that, and you were like, "Well, that's why we do that." <laughs> and just like that, with that voice. Yeah. I'm sure it sounded just high like that too. Oh my gosh! So, any anything else? <laughs> I don't think covers, I mean, I think it covers a lot. So I mean, don't yeah. go to bed angry. Don't the humor, bed angry. and humor. quality time. Those are our three top. But also being able to, um, and I think this is just in general, being able to, you have to pick your battles, right? We oh, don't always, yes. you can't, you're not going to always win. And really, even if you know or feel that you're the one, your point is right, but it's more important to them than it is to you, just let, like, let it go. Like, yeah. it's, Letting it's things a, go and swallowing your pride yeah. is... Huge. Yeah. yeah. Not it, not to your own detriment, right? Again, right. something that you right. should you stand don't want your to ground yes. if you're passionate about it. No but doormat. It's, it's reading yeah, the just, other one that's like, okay, this is clearly more important to her. Um, I yeah, can I'll bend a little this. bit I here. Can, yeah, yes. I can let this, yeah. let this go. And I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're just humoring me. <laughs> and that's something that that's something that I feel like we've fine-tuned over the years and probably yeah. will get even better yeah. down the road. Like, mm -hmm. you know... At first, we were like, there's no way I'm going to, yeah. you know, Lose. I'm not going to not go out because <laughs> he wants to hang out with me. I'm going to go out with my, like, fresh off right. the rails from being married. Yeah. You know, you want to do whatever you want to do. But then, I don't know. I just felt like, yeah. I feel like over time, things get easier. I think the last five <laughs> years ago or somewhere, maybe three years, whatever it was, we, we hit a stride where we figured that out. We didn't, we didn't figure that out for a while, mm -hmm. for years. Uh, we worked through it. It's not like we were angry at each other all the right. time, but we didn't handle it well. And what, it wouldn't, and it the wouldn't other mean, one wanted to go out with the other? No, 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 no. Just like oh. if we're having a disagreement about something, they would linger way longer. Like yeah. now, to her point, we can probably get past something in the morning or generally before we go to bed if there's something we need to do. Yeah. In the past, it could, you know, it could linger for days, and that's not, not good. Speaking of friends, mm -hmm. balancing the friendship time with your with your girls or your boys or whoever like how do you guys balance that do you usually go out together or we do we've common friends which helps yeah we've you end up when especially now we have friends that are our kids friends parents okay and neighbors and so that makes it like easy for everybody yeah um but like with our own friends i definitely like work friends you see mm -hmm. obviously more often but friends from high school and friends from college, I don't nearly see enough. Yeah. And that's not... Anyone's fault. No, it it's just, just... And that's just life. It's yeah. just the way things are. But we try. I mean, we try to make that work, but... Yeah, I mean, you probably see your friends more, like, do things with your friends a bit more than I do. I think yeah. I just... I'm just tired all the time. So <laughs> like no other, it's not because she says... Um, no, we're, no, I, yeah. we don't do that anymore. Maybe we used to do that like back in the day when the kids were like little yeah. and we didn't like want to be home yeah. alone with like a baby by ourselves. <laughs> and Randy's like, I'm going out with the guys. And I'm like, no, you're not. You don't have to stay home with me. Yeah. And it was just like, uh, that's like a bad time in life when you have to try to figure things out. Yeah. It's a little tricky, but, but we see, our, we see our friends when we, when, 
when we when we want to really yeah right. or, or need to uh, sometimes you just need to have that time yeah so it's not really an issue when it comes up if you want to hang out with your friends no you and I and there's times where I tell Randy I'm like can, why don't you go out with Matt call Matt She's or like, get out of here please <laughs> 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 I can see that sometimes I'm like oh Nick's doing you know something with his brother I'm like oh yes what am I gonna do <laughs> yeah you guys you need time apart yeah yes. Would you say marriage is something you have to work on to yeah. keep it yes. thriving? Absolutely. Yes, you cannot not work on it. And, and when I, I, we were talking about this earlier, not, not, it's not really, I don't feel like it's working on the marriage. I really do believe it's working on yourself. Um, you're not going to, I'm not going to change who Allie is or have her do things differently. I have to, she's, she's working on herself and I work on myself. And if you're both committed to that, it ultimately helps your marriage. So I don't know if, work on the marriage is you know you're not doing things to check off boxes or be like i did this i did this we're good on marriage Mm. you know we're all evolving and changing and you want to change and go the right direction together so i think it's more it is work right as we all have to even if you're not married you got to work on yourself i was just going to say that so if you what advice would you give to somebody maybe who's single working on yourself might help you yeah someone who's single looking for love yeah i think that will help them become a more well-rounded person that will make it easier for them to be in a relationship that can evolve the right way. Right. Uh, Cause it doesn't mean, cause that, you know, being a well-rounded person doesn't get you the first date, right? <laughs> Usually. Right. Um, it's what, it's what makes it sustainable. Right. And there's the old saying, you have to love yourself before you can love somebody else truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and I love myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you do? <laughs> I love me some me. <laughs> so going back to Dr. Gary Chapman's love languages, um, what would Randy, how would you show Allie that you love her? Uh, well, you've heard humor a bit. So mm. there's, you know, making her laugh. Cause that makes me happy seeing her laugh. Um, we're not like, a um, an all over each other publicly kind of couple, but we, you know, I like when we hug, like in the kitchen, sometimes been a long day, you can see it. We'll give each other a long oh, hug. There's um, Norman. Hi. Norman. There are, I hope you have some something. And then there are, <laughs> so it was quiet for a while. It's possible. <laughs> there are times, um, particularly in bed. Sometimes we don't do it a lot, but it's really pretty cool. We do when we'll watch TV and she'll like be here on my shoulder or whatever. And, Honestly, we'll fall asleep like that because yeah. we're both very comfortable. So that that's that's cool. And I will tell her not a ton, honestly, uh, and I don't think it really should. But um, when I really, really feel it, I'll let her know when, like, I just have great appreciation for all the things that she does, mm-hmm. and I'll tell her that. And I know that, that means something to her. But if you say that every day, you know, it kind of gets it loses its yeah. importance. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a hugger. I love to hug him, like, all the time. Like, when he gets home from work, I get, like, I'm always, like, a big squeeze. I'm actually the one that, like, hangs on longer than you do because you pull away sometimes. That's because I'm, I'm, like, I'm impatient. I need a little more. Yeah. Well, you just got home. Um, I want to <laughs> do some things. Yeah, this feels good. All right, good. Um, and break. And I, but you need, I think maybe you need physical touch. Yeah. To well, show. Yeah, that, yes, I do. But also, um, you know, I try to help him out a lot. Like when he's going to go away on a trip, I'll help him pack, even though I really don't think I should help him pack. I feel like he should do it himself, (laughs) but but I still do it because I know he appreciates it. And it's like, you know, 
It's kind of like a thing we do, and then that's new, or I do. That's new. It's it's <laughs> I do it for him because I like to pack where I can take my luggage on the plane, yeah. and she can fold my shirts in a way that they don't get all wrinkly when I take it off. Wow! So just, what is that tip? Tell us. So oh, you roll them? My gosh, no. Well, they they have to be a freshly like starched shirt. Makes it much easier. Okay, so is and that I'm the just, way you're it takes them? about like five minutes a shirt. Like dress so shirts, we're really, talking. I can do yeah. my other ones. Yeah, yeah. Like dress shirts. Well, because well. for work, you need. Yeah, yeah. I but think it's because you used to um, just... wrap gifts, wrap maybe because she can do like all the lines and stuff. She oh, okay. And yeah. the paper. Just be careful. So you have to be a, um, a geometrist. Yes. Is that a real word? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> a good eye for geometric. Yeah. Yes. And um, anyway, so that and you know making sure he's happy with all the right things in the refrigerator and cabinets. <laughs> make sure we have Grillo's pickles. Oh my gosh. So you just make sure that he's settled and that's what I yes. do for Nick. I'm like, yes. make sure the house is organized. Yeah. And, and the kids go. are somewhat organized. <laughs> yeah. So like, and, you know, I just yeah. try to make it a happy home to make. And that's how I show my love for all of my family. Oh, so thinking about our listeners, um, maybe they're married, newlyweds, or they've been together for about 10 years, what advice would you give to a newlywed couple? Me and Nick. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you guys seem to have a good thing going right now, but just like you said before, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, don't expect it to be perfect. Off If you're yeah. expecting marital bliss uh, <laughs> in the first couple of years, you'll you'll have some periods of disappointment. Or in any year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. always, it's, it's never always perfect. But if you can find those moments and really and like relish those yeah. moments where it is blissful and happy, that's, you know, and focus on those as you go forward. That's important. Yeah. Um, what about someone, we were saying before about that seven-year itch, like when you get yeah. to that moment, maybe it's five years for someone, for a different couple, what do you think is either causing it or how, any advice to get over that? I think everyone will find their way in their own way. For us, I really think it was communication, you know, like we had the humor in the beginning, we have the humor now, but there were still different challenges. I think it really is understanding kind of, you have to figure out you start to figure out your roles in the marriage, right? That mm. you, someone doesn't dictate it. You kind of, it evolves into something that you naturally go towards. And it's figuring that out or getting there isn't always easy. And agreeing on it. And agreeing on it, right. And and it, that comes back to picking your battles. Like, okay, I really don't think I should be doing this, but is it that important? It seems really important for her, so, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you figure that piece out, I think. Why are you laughing? I'm just. You're like, oh, well, I do it all. Just, oh. No. I do. <laughs> Truth in So, as I mentioned before, Nick and I have been married now for six months, and he and I, well, mostly me, talk about, well, what about the couples that got divorced? Weren't they happy, you know, before they got divorced, or, you know, right when they first got married? So, do you have any advice or any thoughts about that? Like, right now we're good, but what? how can we prevent being that statistic yeah we've had that exact discussion where i've said you know people have like how do we know that something doesn't change in 20 years like people change so much that they grow apart like that's what you hear yeah and i'm like and you know Allie and i are always like that's not gonna be us but i'm you know you know kind of questioning things always and i'm I'm, like i think i'm similar yeah and i'm like well there are people that said the same thing we are until 20 years later um 
it doesn't work out. That happens. And I think um, the reason we're not, I don't want to speak for both of us, you might feel differently, but the reason we're really not concerned about that is it comes back to the communication we talked about. I firmly believe that people that grow apart after 20 years have been growing apart long before, weren't communicating. And it was, it was it's almost like in work when you have to, if you have to let someone go, which is hard to do, it's not as hard when someone has been communicated and it's not a surprise to them. Mm. If they're mm-hmm. surprised, it's a very difficult and sad conversation to have and one that you stress about having. Um, I think it's similar in a marriage. If you're not being open and communicating and it's a surprise to someone in the end, that was a breakdown in communication along the way. That That's at least the best guess because otherwise I can't understand how people that felt a certain way just changed with a snap. Right. Doesn't make logical sense. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I'm thinking too that um, you know, having that conversation sometimes, you know, if you put it in the in the atmosphere, I mean, if you put it in the universe, like you it's almost like you're manifesting it. So I try not to think about it, but I also think about it because I want to make sure that like that's not us. Like I love you so much right now and I hope I to love you. I do love you guys. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but when I'm, you know, thinking about Nick, like I just, like, I don't want to be those people. Cause like the life we've created for ourselves right now is amazing. I love every single part of our life and life, you know, on my own and with him, our life together is just, it's great. And I just don't want that to happen. I think if you think about those conversations or those, um, you know, concessions that we make sometimes because something's more realizing something's more important to the other person are all part of building a foundation, whether it's, you know, a nail or a screw or whatever that you're doing to, to build it. Mm-hmm. And that is what will lead to a, a, a stronger, longer marriage is all that communication. Like you can't do that in year 18. You have to start something early with that. Right. So it becomes something you both are comfortable with. Yeah. This is why we're married, because he knows everything. He's so good at answering these questions. He is very thorough. He is. So um, I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but would you give different advice to a couple who's been together for 10 years? Well, I think we we might have touched on that before, but I, I think it's all about, you know, the giving and taking and, and 10, you know... The giving, the taking. The getting. (laughs) I'm joking. joking. Uh, Obviously, different stages of your marriage. For for us, at least, I don't know if this is the same as everyone else. There was a switch that went off. Like when you you get married, you're like, I'm committing to this person for the rest of my life. I love her and I want to be with her forever. And, and you obviously mean that going into it. But there's some, to some sense, it's, it's so new and, 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 um, undeveloped that they're words. And I feel like, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to say in year one, at the end of year one, I was winning the switch flip. But I think for both of us, after whatever, I don't know, it was seven years, five years, nine years, whatever, it doesn't really matter. There came a point where, like, we'll have these kind of sappy conversations where I'm like, you know, you're the one I want to be with the rest of my life. You're my best friend. And I even joke around a bit morbidly where I'm like, God, I hope I die first because I just don't know what... <laughs> like, she could she could be okay. She's got lots of... She can get along with everybody. Oh, I'm a bit harder at times. So, <laughs> I'm like, you know... I think the same way. I go to yeah. bed and I'm like, oh my God, when, when is he going to die? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want him to die. And then I can't sleep. It's so bad. And he's over there snoring. And I'm like, right. he doesn't even Peacefully. care. He's fine. <laughs> uh, but I do think... I think that's... You, you do come to a realization where it flips from when you said, hey, I want to be with you forever, that you're like, this is the person that I'm going to be mm. with forever. Like, this is my life. 
and you're you you don't feel trapped by it you feel kind of empowered by it so i think i think that's that is but i'm just it. trying to think of like what advice you could give to a person in in their 10th year Tenth like, year, uh, like yeah, ten It would be different from the first year in the. Would you say it, it, it? You know, it gets better as the years. I, go oh on? yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's That's exciting. There's yeah. a lot. It's a. It is like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin, the, but the roller coaster, like it is a complete roller coaster ride of like ups and downs. You know, you go through so much when you have children. That right. whole thing, your body changes. You birth a human <laughs> in front of your husband. Yeah. It's like this whole, it's incredible. And to still be like plugging along after all this and being happy, it's it's great. But there definitely has its challenges and, and you need to figure, you know, this is, you should know by 10 years that this yeah. is the one that you're going to be with. Yeah. Uh, everyone's yeah. different in their time. I think you still, I, I think we knew that, we knew before we got married that we like there was a, a connection. I think we feel we had whether it was yes. fanciful or not. But I think there's a it's there's a time in your in your marriage where there there is like this. I don't want to say a, a switch flips, but something where you're just like, okay, this is this is what we're doing. This is our life, and this is who. When we the are. honeymoon period is over, you mean? No, because I still feel like we have the honeymoon period at times. Aww. Just. Uh, you just look at it through a different lens, I guess, yeah. than you do when you're in the earlier years of your marriage. I'm thinking, too, that it's almost like you don't have to worry anymore, maybe. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is a commitment we've made to each other. You know, we're not going anywhere. It's almost like a relief yeah. kind of switch, maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe, you know what I'm liking it, too? You said runner's high, whatever. When you, when you, I, I've never had this because I don't uh, get that much exercise, but <laughs> when you, how it's been described to me is it's almost like this relief. You've done the hard part and then you could just keep running mm. and it's got this euphoric feeling about it. I think that's uh, probably a decent analogy where like you put the hard work in, you built the foundation and now... Not that it's easy every day, right? We still have our challenges. But the highs are higher. Yeah. You guys are more in love in the end. Yeah. 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 I definitely love him more today than the day we got married. Oh. For sure. That got you. (laughs) (laughs) What are the key components to a strong marriage that support a blissful life? Um, Well, you, we all know the phrase, marriage is bliss. I think if you have a strong marriage, you're certainly heading in the right direction. Um, if you kind of summarize everything that we've, we've talked about and recap it, I think the themes that you pull out of it are the ability to communicate. Um, and when I, what we mean by that is we can tell each other anything. We don't always agree and we might not, um, see eye to eye on some things, but neither of us are ever punished for something that we say that we just don't see eye to eye on, um, make each other laugh, particularly if in that communication, you say something Mm -hmm. offensive. No, I'm just kidding. Um, And pick your battles. That's something we learned a little bit later on. Um, and it's harder to do and, and it's hard work at times. Once you do it, everything kind of gets smooth from there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when it comes to that work, you want to put the work in early in the marriage, I think. Don't wait till you're 10. Set that foundation for a strong foundation that will yeah. last a long time. Because it's easier in the beginning and, you know, you don't want to just think it's going to be easy all along. That's right. So. And watch When Harry Met Sally. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've never seen it? No, what did you say? He oh, said watch when Harry... Oh, oh, gosh. Amy doesn't watch movies. She, oh. like, has no... You would like that movie. We can't put this in there. In your no, movie. you can't. You, uh, when we were like, together working, she knew no movies. I would always, you know, how right. we are with movies. Well, with the and she was like, what movie is that? When you so said parenthood I, we before, created, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I created a list for love. her. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched any of those movies. I created a list for her of movies that she needs to watch, and uh, she probably hasn't watched them. Those two you would like a Okay, lot, I promise. Parenthood and... When, when Harry, Harry Met Sally. Sally. Okay. You really haven't seen that movie. No. It's all oh about... I don't have time. Does Nick has... Do you think he's seen it? No. Oh, my goodness. Fine time tonight. Yes. It's all about like they interview couples in it as a oh part of the gosh. movie, but they're not. I mean, it's amazing. Couples or not, but it's so good. It's, it's like an iconic for movie. this. You it need would to actually watch be it. really helpful to hear these different marriages <laughs> well, say these. Different you should things. totally it's watch cool. it. Okay, we'll have to watch it. Anyway, it was a joke, but also serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a good movie. Well, thank you so much for thank that you, advice. Amy. Thanks. If you have any questions or would like to connect with me, visit my website at amyabraham.com. You can email me at amyabrahambliss at gmail.com and be sure to follow me on Instagram at amy2 underscores Abraham. And while you are there, use the hashtag amyabrahambliss when you're posting about things you learned from bliss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. Thank you, you two. Thanks for having having us, Amy. Hey guys, so there was a part of this interview that was really funny. Uh, I think I might start doing bloopers at the end of each episode. Enjoy! So as I said before, Nick and I have been married now for six months, and I have this fear of like, well, weren't divorced couples? Why are you guys laughing at me? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you give him a bone? I did! Okay, take the sweaker away. Oh. Get busy.